Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventures play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. We look upon a night sky speckled with millions of stars. Below it, the Delambir River mirrors the sky, and the reflected stars twinkle and dance upon its gently flowing surface. Silhouetted in the middle of the sparkling river, we see a rowboat slowly and silently making its way toward shore. We then pull away from the river and float above the riverbank town of Secumber. Its streets are dark and quiet, but we see one building whose windows glow with warm light. We make our way towards it, and as we get closer, the silence of the night is suddenly broken with the sounds of cheering and applause. We get close to one of the windows and take a look inside, and we see a crowded tavern filled with carousing folks enjoying an evening at the Sticky Pickle. So you guys are at the Sticky Pickle with uh, Lord Craig and Jack, and you guys are uh, having drinks and a nice meal of Delambeer Zorp and pickles. And pickles. Our hero's <laughs> feast. And uh, and Esmir just finished up her first bard performance up on the stage, and it was a big hit. Yeah. Hooray. Here, here. Don't forget to tip your waitress. Unless she's rude and offers you a booster chair. <laughs> yeah, so Esmir walks back to the table, and Craig's there with Cullen and Jack. Jake and I'm like, right on, guys, and then high fives and pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I killed it, guys. I killed it. Ah, uh, deader than a Dugar priest. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, and as you're uh, as you're walking back to the table, uh, people are still cheering and they're patting you on the back and shaking your hands, and uh, you hear <laughs> someone say, "Wow, we we finally got a good bard in here for once." <laughs> That was awesome. Always be nice to bards, guys. Mm. All right, well, I'm going to stand up in the middle of the room, and I'm going to hold up a silver, a piece of silver. And are you, Do you have a hat? Well, yeah, I got my hat of vermin. You got your hat of vermin, and I'm going to pick up the hat of vermin, and I'm going to go, here, here to the bard! And I'm going to drop <laughs> the, the, the silver and the hat, and I'm going to start walking around. Arms for the bard. <laughs> Arms for the bard. Remember what the song was about, guys. And the crowd is still, uh, you know, jacked from your uh, awesome performance. And so they're digging into their pockets and they're throwing coins into the hat. Mm. Yeah, so what I was going to do then is after I collect some coppers and stuff from a few of the people that can actually don't look at me and laugh, um, <sighs> I'm going to go back and I'm just going to kind of dip into it and then I'm going to take some out, and I'm going to give her her hat with uh, you know, a few of the coins still in it, including my silver piece, but then I'm going to put that in the alms box and look okay. at Esmir and say, you certainly understand. <laughs> yeah, Jake, I fig- I know you need I know you need your Jake Juice Fund. No, this is for the poor. This is for the poor. 
Oh, the poor Jake without his Jake to go. Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> the poor old man. Mm. All right, so you guys finish up your dinner and your drinks, and uh, Lord Craig takes his leave. He's, he says goodbye and, and thank you, and uh, he reminds you that the river barges will be ready at first light to take you to Jelkin. Nice. And then the innkeep comes up, and he uh, takes you guys upstairs to your room. Just one room? Just one? Yeah, it's pretty packed tonight. I donated all the empty beds to some of the refugees of Jolkin. Ah. Oh, we gotta sleep rough again. Oh. Oh. At least we got oh. a roof. Well, I don't know how rough it is, but there's three pretty comfy beds in here, and uh, Sir Jet can uh, take a spare bed in one of the other rooms. And, uh, and Jack follows him down the hall to uh, one of the other rooms, and he turns back to you guys, and he's like, Good night, guys. See you in the morning. Night, night, my friend. Good night, Jack. Love you. Good night, John boy. And you go in, and your room's pretty small and grungy. Mm. It's like a backwater motel that hasn't been updated since the 60s. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But there's, you know, there's three beds, and a, they're really firm. Uh, but hey, it's more comfy than a stone floor in a dwarven hold. Got it. I burp loudly, kick my boots off, and then fall into the bed. <laughs> yeah. And it tastes like weird river fish. Ugh, Zorp. <laughs> Zorp. <laughs> Zorp. It tastes better the second time around. Mm. Mm. Zorp and pickle juice. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna pick up a little twig, two little tiny skinny twigs, or maybe three. I'm gonna try to make. Um, I want to tie together these two little twig things, about an inch and a half long, and see if that would work as a parchment pincher. And <laughs> since it's just not really gonna work, I'm just gonna then give it up and fall asleep through the night. I'm like Jake. Jake, you're gonna have a one level of exhaustion tomorrow if you don't freaking close your eyes and go to sleep. I'm getting there. Work on the pinchers tomorrow. But Agma wants a parchment pincher. <laughs> Gods, am I right? It's so weird. And then Esmir's gonna try start. Esmir's gonna try and start a faux religion. Mm. The it's gonna be like the Book of Pickle. <laughs> the Book of Pickle. Yeah, it's gonna be a pickle god. Right before she goes to bed, she has this idea. I, I know. It's got nothing Look to do pickle. with nature and little furry animals. No, it's, it's just going to be pickles. a full religion. So we're going to get a bunch of people to just believe in a religion that has no meat, no purpose at all. Okay. Pickles. That's interesting. I started it. The pickle god. She's lost a nugget. <laughs> she's mumbling all this as she's falling asleep. I got it. <laughs> I the pickle. pickle god. And you all pickle suddenly god. wake up in a cave with a gleaming pickle. <laughs> 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 and you're gonna multi-class now bard wizard and cleric <laughs> then then when we when we walk up to each other all the pickle people we're gonna be like blessed be the pickle mm. and then the other and the response gonna be may the jar open <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to think of what they must sound like on this planet <laughs> Vlasic. Pickle people. Vlasic. Vlasic. I am King Clausen. Welcome to my realm. Drink of the juice. <laughs> be blessed. So we're going to have to compare notes. It's not going to be a real religion. Right. It's going to be like the Pastafarians. There's not going to be any churches or anything. It's just going to be like a rumor. Right. Mm. 
The first the first rule of pickle religion is don't talk about pickle religion. Pickle religion, exactly. Exactly. So you guys are laying in your beds in the dark talking about Esmir's pickle religion. (laughs) And you're all uh, pretty exhausted uh, from last night's visit from Halia. So you guys fall asleep pretty quickly. Uh, But Jake, uh, with your high passive perception, uh, you're kind of a light sleeper. Mm. And the sound of a squeaky floorboard wakes you. And you open your eyes, and on the ceiling, you see like the shadow of the window frame from the moonlight coming in. You know, so there's like this square of moonlight on the ceiling. Okay. And then you see a humanoid shadow enter that moonlit frame. So like a silhouette passes by the window? Exactly. Okay. Roll initiative, Jake. Mm, I get a nine plus one. And as you see that shadow, (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) You suddenly feel the sting of a blade being plunged into your chest. Oh my God. The fudge is going on. Seriously. This town is hot garbage. (laughs) (laughs) What the fudge? Their economy is pickle based. What'd you expect? Yeah. Smells like trash. So, Jake, you take eight points of damage. Shit. Okay. And, Cullen, you're suddenly awoken by a blade being plunged into your chest. Hey! What? That's not cool, man. Fifteen. You take 15 points of damage. Jeez Louise. You can go ahead and roll initiative. Ooh, nice. 17, but it might be too late already. (laughs) And as these blades uh, pierce you, you both feel an extra sting. Roll a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. 18. Eight, uh, 11. Ah, oh, crap, did I? Okay. That's not good. Oh man, that was a lot of sixes. So Cullen, this deadly poison just racks your body and you take 18 points of damage. Holy crap. Shoot. And Jake, you take nine, half damage. So I got 19. I already had 15? You got 33 points gone in two shots. Oh man. Bullshit. All right, so you two have been awoken by shadowy figures trying to kill you in your sleep. But it's dark in here, and you can't see who they are, but you can, you know, feel their blades stabbing into you. And now we start uh, round one, and they go first. So Jake, you've just been stabbed by a poison blade, but before you can even react, you see the moonlight uh, glint off of two blades as they swing down on you. First blade hits with a 21, doing four points of damage. And then the second blade comes down and misses with a 15. Mm. You roll out of the way and it uh, slices your pillow and feathers go flying everywhere. Poof. Ooh. (laughs) Cullen, you also see a moonlight glint off of two blades as the shadowy figure tries to stab you again. And he hits. I can use maneuvers, right? Yes, you're in initiative order. Okay, so we'll see what the damage is. The damage is eight points. Okay, so I'm gonna attempt to parry that blow. You got your sword right under your pillow there? Well, <laughs> I'm thinking at this point it'd just be my arm 
trying to block the downward swing of his arm. Gotcha. And cool. it hits me, obviously, to some degree. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm just going to, you know, do a little parry action and see how, how things turn out. All right, roll a d8 plus two. So seven plus two. All right, nice. So you get your arm up in time and you stop the blade, you know, just before it pierces your skin. Nice. And as you stop that blade, the other one swings down and hits with a dirty 20, doing five points of damage. Oh, boy. This is not what I wanted to wake up to. (laughs) No, it, it occurred to me that we should probably have done a watch and all that stuff, but I was like, we're in a city. What could happen? Yeah. Assassins. I don't got security in this place. Nope. All right, so Cullen, uh, you are suddenly uh, awake, lying in your bed, and you've taken 38 points of damage from a dark figure hovering over you. What do you do? So what I can do, the only action I really can do, is I could try to stand up and get my weapons in my hands. Okay. But you can just uh, use half your movement to get up from the bed. Uh, you don't have to use an action. Oh, so just getting out of the bed is just movement. It doesn't require an action. Right. Getting up from the prone position uses half your movement. Okay. If I can just stand up, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to use half my movement to stand and um, uh, pull my weapons as a free action and just start taking swings at this guy. Okay. Um, I assume, though, that... Uh, putting my goggles on is an action, so yeah, I'll have to do this at disadvantage because it's dark in the room. Yes. So we'll take some swings and see if we can't overcome this obstacle of disadvantage. You never know. I could roll two 20s. Ooh, but in 16, 16 hits. Oh my yes, goodness. Yes, just barely. You swing out blindly and you connect. Oh man, that's crazy. Oh, I got him though. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take my shot single-handedly deep. Eight plus four. Nice, max damage. 12 points. And then the the sword. We're gonna go down with the sword now. Oh. 23 hits. We do a little more damage, which is the lowest possible. A one plus four, five. Okay. And so I'm gonna swing with the sword again, or the ax I mean. 18 hits. Um, 10 points of damage. Okay. These, and then I'm going to burn my action surge. Okay. Because this guy got an extra shot on me. I'm going to take my shot. A two. And a nine misses. Nine misses. So my action surge was a waste, but I don't mind. I don't mind. It was worth a shot. Yeah. That sucks that you had to drop a 20. I know. Oh, well. Shit happens. What are you going to do? Disadvantage is disadvantage. Yep. All right. Uh, So, Jake, uh, you hear uh, Cullen's blade swinging in the darkness. Uh, You've taken some serious damage, and there's a shadowy figure hovering over you, trying to kill you. What do you do? Um, I'm in complete shock as I woke up to this, and suddenly there's a sword plunged into my chest. And um, I think the first thing I'm going to do is wonder what the hell is going on, and I am actually going to try to read his thoughts. All right. So I'm going to cast Read Thoughts. I'm going to use my channel Divinity, and I'm going to try to read his thoughts. And he succeeded? He succeeded. He succeeded that. Okay, so that's my action. All right, so he easily blocks your attempts to uh, probe his mind, 
and you immediately get the feeling um, that uh, this person has a disciplined mind. Who's got a lot of wisdom, who can block my... Yeah, like he's been uh, he's been trained yeah. to thwart these kinds of attempts. Gotcha. The force is strong with this one. Do I have, in, in my state, do I have a... Um, a uh, a bonus action? Can I use a bonus action? Sure, yeah. Can I suddenly just hum my book at his head? Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. You block my thoughts. I block your brain with a book you're taking. Whack him in the side of the head with a 10 plus a 7 is a 17. 17 hits. Doing 1d8 plus 4, 8, 12. Max damage. Nice. And that's all I can do. All right, so Esmir, you're uh, snoring away, dreaming about pickles. <laughs> uh, Whiskers is uh, curled up under the blankets with you when suddenly you're awoken by the sounds of AC hooting and of battle. And you sit up in the bed and you see with your uh, dark vision two hooded uh, ninja looking figures attacking the boys. Roll initiative. Ten. Okay, so then we go to the top of the round. Do and I have to roll for uh, Ace? Oh yes, roll for AC. All right, so Cullen, you've leapt out of bed and you're swinging wildly in the dark and your assailant here is gonna take advantage of the darkness and attack. And he hits with a 25. Oof. Doing six points of damage and he swings again. And hits with a 22. Doing eight more points of damage. Okay, I'm gonna try and parry that second one. Okay. See if I can get something back here. Uh, six plus two, so that's eight. So I got it all back. Nice, so you can't see, uh, but you kind of felt something was coming and you parried his blade. Oh man, this guy's forcing me to burn through all my maneuvers. Trying to stay alive. Surprise attack. Whoosh, I'm in bad shape. 44 out of 58. Holy crap, doodle. <laughs> All right, so Jake, you're still lying in your bed. And you're covered in feathers, casting your spells <laughs> up at this shadowy figure who brings both his blades down on you again. And he hits. The first one hits with a 21. Oof. And he rolls a one, doing four points of damage. And the second blade also hits with a 24. Oh, no. Oh, and rolls another one, doing another four points of damage. Ugh. Ugh, ugh. All right, Cullen, you are badly injured, and you're fighting in the dark. What are you going to do? Oh, it's time to end this guy. Um, I'm just going to keep swinging. Hopefully, I think to myself, someone will have the forethought to use a drift globe soon. <laughs> no, you know what? I call that out. I said, Jake! Drift globe, for Christ's sake, or I'm sorry, Agma's sake. <laughs> Can I actually light up the glyph drift globe, or does Esmir have to do it? No, you just use an action to pull it out and say a command word. Oh, got you. Delightiest for the rest of us. <laughs> eleven. An eleven misses. Oh, so then we swing with the sword. 16. 16 hits, just barely, but you connect. Uh, Eight points of damage. Nice. And then um, my second attack, this uh, disadvantage again. It's so hard to remember. 
This axe comes down. Eight. Ah, oh, an automatic mess. Oh, damn. Not so lucky this time. And he's barely hurt. So you rolled the nat one with your uh, battle axe. Yeah. You whiff so hard that it slams into the wall next to the bed and it gets lodged in the wood paneling. Oh, great. I'm gonna have to, that's coming out of my, my room charge. I'm gonna get that <laughs> room charge. Heroes are like rock stars. They just trash hotel rooms. Yeah. <laughs> no good. <laughs> and it's wedged in there, right? So you're gonna need to use an action to pull it out. I can just let go of it yeah. <laughs> and use, just use my sword. Draw an axe, hand axe. All right, Esmir, so you're up and you see these two ninjas attacking the boys. What are you gonna do? Um, do they look, are they human? Um, well, they're pretty covered up, right? They're like ninjas, right? So they're all covered up in black, uh, but they do look human, right? They're human sized. Okay. God, I can't believe I gotta waste an action on a fucking drift globe. <laughs> well, what'd you say, Jake? <laughs> I don't want you to have to keep on rolling. Trust me, I'm. Jake is a helper. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah, He's we're all, we're to... both at disadvantage while we're in the dark. I don't mean to metagame, but okay. no. Everybody, calm down. I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, I thought you had goggles. I can't. I, to put them on, it, it takes an action, and then I can't swing, and I'd be dead. I wouldn't even have a chance to attack back. The guy would get me. I mean, I may be dead after this. Understood. What's the nearest thing close to me? Um, let's see. There's a, a little nightstand next to the bed. Uh, there's a chair at the end of the bed, and there's you know probably a painting on the wall above the bed. Okay. And it's a really bad painting of uh, dressed-up goblins playing poker. <laughs> so the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use my cantrip, my light cantrip. Mm, okay. And I'm going to touch that painting. Okay. And I'm going to, it, so it's going to shed bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet and it could be colored any color I want, so I'm gonna make it uh, purple. Okay. <laughs> it's like a black light. Yeah. 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 yeah, black light. Yeah. So now it's a velvet poster of goblins playing poker. Yeah. <laughs> it suddenly lights up like a black light is on it. Yeah. A violet glow. You could see all this stuff all over the sheets and the walls. <laughs> It's like, what the hell? <laughs> Are we the first? We're not the first people to be assassinated here. <laughs> yeah. And Is then, that pickle juice? I hope it's pickle juice. It's about to be pickle juice. So Esmer's gonna light, she's gonna light that on, and then the whole room's gonna turn purple and glowing in the dark. Okay. And then the whole rest of the battle's gonna be in slow motion with like heavy, like, Totally. Yeah. Can you do like a strobing effect? So it's like something out of something out of Kill Bill. Yeah. Exactly. So now the room is lit. The room is lit. Yep. Ah, thank you, Esmia. I heard you bitching and moaning, so I decided to do things the right way. I can't find my. Stupid little drift globe! <laughs> I think we're just lucky they didn't spring for the third assassin. 
they could still be one. Okay, so that was my action. Now, as my bonus action, I could just light up my mouths and just Ooh. annihilate these sons of bitches. I mean, we're probably going to take a rest after this. <laughs> it's a small it, room, but if that's what you want to do. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, no. Okay. So and that kids is how the sticky pickle burned to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I move whiskers as my bonus action? Yep, whiskers is your bonus action. Oh, you know what? He's gonna attack one of these guys. Can he attack him? Mm hmm. Okay, whiskers is gonna go move five feet diagonally into the room, and he's gonna attack one of these assassin guys. He doesn't like people interrupting his sleep. 16. 16 hits. And he bit him. He bit him. Nice. He does five points of damage. Nice. Nice. Oh. Nice. <laughs> nice job, Whiskers. And then Esmir's going to yell out, Those guys need some help! <laughs> somebody in this junk hole better come and help us. <laughs> Jack's got to be. Jack, will pro Jack sleeps with one eye open, so he'll come. All right, Jake, so you're uh, lying in your bed, fumbling with the drift globe, when suddenly the room lights up in this trippy purple glow. What do you do? <laughs> and I drop the drift globe, and I reach up, and I go to inflict wounds at second level. Mm. I'm gonna grab him and inflict wounds. Crinkle that guy, prune him. A seven plus seven is a 14 and misses. 14 misses. He just barely dodges your grasp. Oh, fucker. So now I'm going to hit him in the head with a fucking book again. We're going to die. <laughs> We're going to fucking die. Honestly, okay, this uh, is just sucks. This is a family show, Jake. <laughs> Fuck him. Hits. 15 hits. Doing a whopping six points. Man. Yeah, I'm... Not gonna be doing too good after this. So, um, just a tip, Jake. Um, it might help if you get out of bed. <laughs> but he's right on top of me, right? Yeah, you can reach him. Uh, but since you're prone, uh, he can uh, he attacks you with advantage, right? So he's gonna kill you a lot faster. Okay, then that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get up. Okay, cool. Now he's really gonna be pissed. Maybe get out of bed. <laughs> Jake was hoping this would be over soon and he could just roll over. Exactly. Go, go back, back to sleep. sleep. Kick the guy off of my bedroll. He thought it was another dream. <laughs> Alia, are you here? Oh, man. We could throw down with the Halia now. Oh, that's a good idea. We have the special power. Yeah. All right. Now we go to AC. What's he going to do? AC's going to fly across the room and go across from Cullen. So he's gonna um, help give Cullen some advantage on Assassin 2. Okay, then we go to the Assassins and number one is going to continue attacking Cullen. No mm. longer with advantage now because the room's all lit up and he swings. Natural 20, oh. critical hit. Whoopsie doodles. Well, I'm going to parry that if I live. 10 points of damage, and you're still alive. Barely. You got four hit points left. So, five plus two, seven points. Okay, nice. So you're back up to 11 hit points. I have one maneuver left, but 
I get he has a second attack, so he could still kill me. <laughs> yeah, it's still doable. Should have thought of Halia sooner. All right, well, he's gonna try and finish you off now with his second swing. Oh boy, die! Oh, and he misses. Nice. Holy macaroni and cheese. Nice. Cullen survives another round. And as he uh, dodges that blow, we go to number two here, attacking Jake as he's jumping out of bed. Miss me, miss me! Ah, he hits. Bastard! Just barely with a 17, doing eight points of damage. God, man, these guys are just... I'm down, down, down. And he swings again. No. And hits. And he hits again with an 18. Doing another eight points of damage, and Jake goes down. And I'm dead. Oh, no. He just got out of bed, and then he falls back down into bed. How funny. <laughs> Not. That's, got, How that's a real knee slapper. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cullen, uh, Jake is down, and you're not too far behind. What are you going to do? Jeez, Louise. So does it take a action to call a Halia's aid, Halia's haste, or is it just... Yes, it takes an action to cast it. So I just, I got to keep attacking then because I waste my action calling for Halia's aid. I'll be dead by the next turn. Uh, let's, let's take a swing, but no disadvantage this time because there's light in the room. And I have advantage because there's an owl giving me a hand. So let's see. Things could go very differently now. Mm-hmm. Since my vicious battle axe is stuck in the wall, I grab one of my hand axes. Okay. So we swing with the axe, and we get a 15, which hits. 15 hits. Thank Just God barely. I dropped that one. And uh, that damage will be 1d6 slashing plus four. Six points of damage. Nice. And then we swing with the Phyland Longsword with advantage. Okay. Thank you, AC. Get a 25. Five hits. And, oh, only six points of damage. Okay. All right, so then we, we're going to swing with the sword again for my second attack. Oh, four and a three and 11. 11 misses. I'm going to I'm gonna add precision. I'm going to use my final maneuver. Okay. See if we can take that crappy 11 and turn it into something that hits. Okay. Roll a D8 and get a four or higher. Ah, two. Uh, ah, two. Uh, I burned my action surge, so that's it. That's as good as it gets. Looks like you're finishing this fight for us, Esmeralda. <laughs> Maybe you should have used the Mouse Meteors. You're dead anyway. <laughs> All right, Esmir. Uh, Jake is down. Uh, Cullen's in, he's trapped there in the corner, and he doesn't look so good. What are you going to do? I think I'm just going to go old school and hit him with the Firebolt, guys. I would love to be able to react. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to shoot at Assassin 2 with my firebolts. 20 hits. 20 hits. Dirty 20. And the damage. Ooh, Ooh nice. Puts him into heavy. 15 puts him into heavy. Okay. Nice. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to have Whiskers attack this guy, the other guy in front of him. And I'm gonna try and attack Assassin One. Ooh, it missed. Eleven misses. Can Whiskers do one more thing? Can he move? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna go 
He's just gonna shimmy right here, and he'll give Colin advantage. Okay. Cool. That's a good idea. Should I? Should I survive? <laughs> See how that goes. All right. Then we cut to Jake lying on the bed. His blood is soaking into the sheets. Roll a death saving throw, Jake. It's been a while. Been a while. Yep. Mm. Right, here we go. Oh, and I succeed. Nice. Ten succeeds, and you hold on. Just barely. Yeah. <laughs> now we go to AC. AC is going to stay right where he is. Okay, and then we go to the assassin that just took down Jake, and um, he suddenly whips around to face you, Esmir. Oh, and in his hand is a hand crossbow, right? like, a, like a pistol, and he fires it at you. And he just hits with a 13. I cast shield. All right, your shield suddenly appears and the bolt bounces off of it. Ching! <laughs> and the other one, uh, number two here, is going to continue attacking Cullen. Of course he is. I would if I were him. And he swings and hits with a 25. Oh, no, oh, that's, boy. I'm done. This is not good. <laughs> Doing seven. seven points of damage. You're oh on your God. own, <laughs> Dude, what have you got, like one point? I got four points left, oh, jeez. That's right, and he swings again for the killing blow. I'm gonna give him a portent of seven. Ah! You had that left over. Oh my God, Esmer saved the day. Oh my God. All right, so he uh, he comes in for the killing blow. He knows you're going down. You can see it in his eyes right over his ninja mask. And his eyes suddenly widen in surprise as he, for some reason, misses you. <laughs> you just, think he feels it in his arm? not in your favor, Like, he bro. must feel it in his arm because, you know, when you're nailing things like left and right and left right. and right, and all of a sudden this odd, weird yeah. arm push. He has like a muscle cramp. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling he was going to get a muscle cramp today. All right, so Cullen, uh, for some reason, you're still standing, and uh, this masked assassin in front of you is just as surprised as you are. <laughs> and he also doesn't look so good as he uh, smolders from Esmir's firebolt. What are you going to do? So I'm wondering if, um, let's see here. Um, no, I'm not wondering about anything. I am going to... First of all, you suck at wind right off the bat. Okay. <laughs> ah, oh. maximum 16. Shoot. Would that give me a little room? Nice. Nice. Up to 20 points now. A little breathing room. A little breathing room for sure. And now I'm going to uh, drop the hand axe as a failed ploy and just grab the filing longsword with both hands and start to swing in. With the 17 that Esmir's going to give you. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so that definitely hits. So go ahead and roll the damage. 12. Dying. That was down. enough to take him down. Thanks for the assist, Esmeralda. It's funny that uh, the owl's giving you an advantage on one guy, and then Whiskers is giving you advantage on the other That's guy. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice setup. Thanks for that. And it's really nice that your second wind was Max. Now, that was nice. I think I'll tend to this foo who's attacked my friend Jake. All right, so for my second swing, my final attack, let us do that again if we can, with advantage. Ooh, but Dirty 20. Nice. And, oh, only seven points. Puts them into heavy. But it puts them into heavy, yeah. Okay. 
That is all I can do. But thanks for the breathing room, uh, second win. All right, then we go to Esmir. So uh, you just blocked a bolt with your shield, and as your shield dissipates, you see that uh, Cullen has taken down one assassin, and he's starting to attack the other. What are you going to do? Finally found my feet. I've been like, my pillow fell on the floor, and I've been having trouble here. <laughs> Tripping over caught that. Up, you're caught up in your sheets. Yeah. Um, I did take my shoes off, too, so I'm I'm Bruce Willis in it, you know, diehard-like. Nobody break anything. <laughs> Smash some glass. I'm going to... Um, I have him targeted, so I'm going to target him with a, a firebolt. Okay. 19 hits. Uh, and there we go. 15 points wow. of fire damage. Ouch. Nice. And then Whiskers is going to take a nip <laughs> at him. Oh, no. Bite him, Whiskers. Bite him. 14, Ooh. 18. 18 hits. Damn, this wow. is one tough rat. <laughs> yes. He doesn't show nice. up much, so when he becomes his, He's a he giant makes a cow. Makes it count. Yeah. He's trying to impress you guys. <laughs> five. Three plus two is five. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh boy. And then Esmir's gonna say, What the hell's going on? Somebody come and help us! <laughs> Bunch of lazy pickle lights. Pickle lights. They're all pickled. <laughs> Pickalonians. They're all pickled. All right, Jake, you're lying in your bed there. Not for any good reasons. Roll a death saving throw. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three, and a save. Oh! oh critical failure. Doesn't that mean automatic death? No, it counts as two failures, two strikes. Oh, no. What a bunch of bullshit. Whoa. So you have one left, right? Yeah, thanks. Yep. <laughs> one left. Fucking it's a make bullshit. or break, bro. I swear to fucking God. Stupid fucking assassins. If I ever wake up, your head is mine, bitch. They're just doing their job. Their job is to assassinate. I'm never playing on a Saturday again. It's <laughs> bad luck. All right, AC's up. What's he going to do? Um, AC's going to... Um... Just stay where he is. Mm. Assassin One is surrounded by a menagerie. He is, but uh, but he just got hit in the back by a longsword, so he's gonna spin away from Esmir and swing at Cullen. It hits with a twenty-one and does seven points of damage. Uh, I can just live through this. And he swings again. Natural 20. Oh, Critical geez. hit. This is not good. This is definitely not good for Cullen. <laughs> 14 points of damage, and Cullen goes down. Oh, Death. no! Oh, shit. Fucking dies. That was all it took, man. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. Looks like I'm joining you here on the floor. No, turn back around, boy. <laughs> Go back down there. And we cut to a shot under the bed, right where the camera's <laughs> under the bed, and we see Cullen's body hit the ground, and his eyes are still open. <laughs> and we cut to a point of his point of view of Jake on the other side of the bed. Who's, 
whose eyes are open. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. blood gurgling out of his chest. I'm glad you're enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun. Mark, Mark is like, I want to play every Saturday. <laughs> nice weather, and I get to kill food. My Saturday has been awesome. <laughs> you know what else is awesome? Assassins. And suddenly, through the window, another assassin appears. <laughs> Not an assassin, but a crossbow bolt. And it flies at Esmir standing on her bed. And it misses. Ooh. It sticks into that uh, glowing purple painting of the goblins. So somebody else is obviously out there. Mm. And then we cut from the painting to Cullen on the floor. Death yeah. saving throw, Cullen. <laughs> Time for a death saving throw. Uh, it's been so long, I almost forgot how to do it. So let's see here. Death saves. Seven. Oh, oh, I failed. Was that your first one? Yeah. All right. It's the first time since I died that it's come around to me. You'll bounce back. All right, Esmir. Things aren't looking so good. Jake and Cullen are both down. You're all alone in here. And a crossbow bolt just whizzed past your face. What are you going to do? I'm going to um, use... I'm going to use a healing word on Jake. Okay. Oh, cool. Oh, your new bard spells. Yeah. All right, roll 1d4 plus 1. All right, three points back to Jake. Oh. (gasps) Get up, you old geezer. I mean, get up, you old geezer. (laughs) And I hear that, and I'm like, what is going on? We're all dying here, guy. So figure something out. So I look over and I see Cullen is dead, but I can't do anything yet, right? I have to wait for Well, let's turn. Uh, finish up Esmir's turn. Oh, you gonna do anything yeah. else, Esmir? That was my action. Healing word is a bonus action, so you still have an action. Sweet, let me take my one spell slot off. What about that spell where a guy just disintegrates into a pile of ash? You know that one? There's a guy out the window. <laughs> So let's try, you know, we might as well try the magic missiles. Maybe I could just kill this guy. And I'm gonna do them at four at second level. I'm gonna do second level. Okay. So I'm going to go, pew! Four points of damage. Oh, that's nice. Pew! And And another four. Pew! Four. Another four. Another four. Three threes in a row plus one. That's that's special. It is special. Let's try the fourth one. Oh, four. Oh, yeah, one more. I forgot about you. <laughs> Pew! And that kills him. Yes! Ah, I was going to have whiskers oh, take him down. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, well. Yay. Jake thanks you. I say that from the floor. <laughs> And the dead ninja falls on top of you. <laughs> Get off me, you bastard! Esmir says, assassin, shooting through the window, guys. Everybody duck. I guess they did spring for the third assassin. Yeah. Who is the lookout? All right, Jake, you suddenly have three hit points, and Esmir's yelling something about an assassin outside the window. What are you going to do? Which window? The eastern window, the one right behind Whiskers there. Okay. Okay, so... All right, 
Um, so the first thing I'm going to do is scramble into, um, I guess, over here. I would like to get out of the line of fire and hide. Okay. Um, and then what I want to do is I want to say a prayer of healing. Okay. And I want to include Cullen. Esmir, do you have any hit points away? Mm-mm. Does uh, uh, AC or Whiskers? Mm-mm. No, okay. So basically between Jake and, or between Cullen and myself, um, I want to roll a prayer of healing. Okay, and at what level? I'm going to do it at third level. I'm going to burn my last third level slot and do th 3d8 plus four. Okay, cool. Oh, God, a one. Uh, 17. It's not bad. Not bad at all. 17 is not bad. Yeah. I will take it. Nice. Um, And then that's that. I'm awake. Oh, what the fuck? Hi. I wasn't feeling very good. I mean, I still don't. You don't look very don't good. Don't worry. <laughs> Whiskers took care of that guy for you. There's a guy outside that window shooting arrows, and you're kind of a sitting duck. You're okay. <laughs> Go sit, go sit by the owl. And as you guys are scrambling around on the floor, the door suddenly bursts open and standing in the doorway is Jack in his underwear <laughs> holding his battle axe. <laughs> and he looks into this glowing purple room with bodies on the floor and Jake on his hands and knees crawling around. And he's like, what in the nine hells is going on in here? Assassins, Jack. Assassins? And there's one out the window. <laughs> All right, then we go to AC, who's hovering above Jake. Uh, what's he going to do? Uh, AC is going, is there another window? Yes, there's also a window on the southern wall. Is it open? Uh, that one is not open. It's not open. Okay. I was going to have AC fly outside and look for more assassins, but I know he's not going to fly out the window. That's... No. Why? That's no. That's not a. That's no. That's not gonna happen. Mm. And as you're contemplating that, Esmir, another bolt flies through the window at you. This time it hits with a dirty twenty, ah. doing eight points of damage. And you feel something strange. Roll a Constitution saving throw. Oh, Jesus Christ! Poison arrows. 17. Nice. Okay, so you're only going to take half damage. Here we go. That was a lot of dice. That, that was a lot of dice. <laughs> yes, 5d6 of poison. And you get 18 points, and so you only take half of that, 9 points. Bastards. So they must be on that rooftop. That's what I'm thinking. Esme, over here! Roll over here! So, Cullen, you're lying on the floor, conscious again, thanks to Jake's prayer of healing. What are you going to do? I should have um, I should have been more prepared, but uh, I wanted to look really quick and see if I have any kind of healing potions of any kind. And I don't think I have anything. Uh, you should have a potion of greater healing that you got from the um, statue of Vergadane. Oh, that's right. So my attack, or my action will be to take the potion of greater healing. Thank you, Virgadane. And I get 10 points back 
which throws me up to 41 from 58. And I'm going to be like, ah, this, this has to end now. I can't take it anymore. And I uh, run across the room, which is 15 feet to the window. And then um, do I need to do an athletics check to jump out of the window and onto the roof? Yeah, so when you look out, uh, you see that there's a section of roof below you. Uh, that's the roof of the porch of the entrance to the Sticky Pickle. Right? Oh, okay. And it's not, you know, directly below you. It's like kitty corner to you. So you're going to have to jump over at an angle. Uh, it's not far, uh, but go ahead and roll an athletics check. So let's do athletics. And I'm not wearing shoes, so I got grip. <laughs> 21. Okay, so you easily make the jump over, and it's dark out, right? Uh, the moon is just a sliver, um, but the starlight is dimly illuminating uh, the roof. And when you land on top of this porch, you see, tucked in the corner against the building, a black-clad assassin reloading a crossbow. Oh, he's right there. <laughs> he's right In the there. corner. He went over there so he could get an angle on Esmeralda, I assume. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to stand my ground, and I guess I'll just be his target. Okay. Hope you don't fall off the roof. Well. <laughs> that's your job, Jake. Yeah, that's your job. <laughs> um, but at least this way, he's not shooting Esmeralda with poison arrows. Sure. That's handy. Yeah, he needs to die. For a turn. For at least a turn. Have at you! There's nothing else I can do, so that's... I got all I can do is shout. <laughs> and he's completely surprised as you land right next to him. Ah! <laughs> all right, Esmir, uh, you just got struck by a poison bolt, and uh, Cullen has just leapt out of the window, and you hear outside, have at you! What are you going to do? <laughs> right over the rat's head. Well, I, don't, right, I jump right over Whiskers, straight to the window. <laughs> all right, I might try some bard spells. Let's see. I think I might try the dissonant whispers on this guy. Okay. You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. Target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage. It must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. All right, so he has to roll a 12 or higher on a wisdom saving throw. And he doesn't. He, doesn't. he rolls oh, a two and fails. Nice. Stupid. Probably not. You got lucky, I think. 3d6. Hey. And so the discordant <laughs> melody fills his head, and uh, Cullen, you watch as the ninja grabs his head in pain. I'm like, in his head, he hears Asmir going, You're never gonna dance again. <laughs> <laughs> He's writhing in pain. Alright, roll 3d6 psychic damage. Okay, here we go. Guilty, uh, guilty assassins has got no rhythm. <laughs> He's got 10. Ooh, 10 points. Ooh. Nice. Does your brain hurt? Oh, that song sucks. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, now he has to use his reaction uh, to run away. Uh, which will give Cullen an opportunity attack. Nice. Sweet. And I will swing with the sword 
the filing sword. Mm. Oh, nice. 26. Oh, man. Nice. Nice. 13 damage. Nice. On a D10, that's nice. Run! Run, you fool. And he does. And this uh, roof wraps around to the front of the inn, and he runs along it and disappears around the corner. And then we cut to Jake uh, back in the room. And Jake, uh, Esmir, and Cullen have engaged a third assassin that's outside. What are you going to do? Yes. Um, so I think in this situation, I might want to bless everybody. And that's what I will do. I'm going to send a blessing out. Okay. And at what level? Second level. So I can do four of us, three of us. I just want to do three of us. Okay, so first level. First level. So that's what I'm going to do. First level, I'm going to um, toss a little drip out of the window at Cullen. Bleep. And then I'm Mm -hmm. over, I'm going to lob it over uh, Whiskers and hit Esmir. Bleep. And I'm going to sprinkle some over my face. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Aqua Velva. <laughs> Agma Velva. Agma Velva. Uh, I'm <laughs> All right, then we go to AC. What's he going to do? As, uh, AC's going to fly out the window towards where that guy went. He's going to kind of fly out. Instead of turning the corner, he's going to fly out kind of diagonally so he can see. And he's going to tell me if he sees something. Okay, and he tells you uh, that the roof is clear. There's no one on the roof. He must have jumped off the roof. He must have jumped on to the next level. Is there another window he could have gone into? No, he doesn't see any windows along that uh, rooftop. Okay. And then we cut to Jack uh, standing in the hallway in his underwear, (laughs) and he sees that the uh, battle has moved outside. Uh, So he says, I'll go down to the front and try and head him off and he runs down the hallway. Go get him, Jack! (laughs) Cullen, the assassin has disappeared around the corner. What are you gonna do? All right, um, we need to make this guy talk. I'm chasing him down. So I'm going to five, 10, 15, 20, 25, gets me to the end of the roof. When I get there, do I see this guy at all? Uh, It's kind of dark out here, so roll a perception check. I perception, of course. Uh, 20, nat 20. Nice. Damn. All right, nice. So with a 23, um, you see that uh, up there in the top right corner of the map there, that uh, cluster of trees and bushes. Yeah. So you see the rustling of leaves and branches over there. I'm going to... So if I jump down off of this roof, uh, I assume there'll be some sort of athletics check. Mm-hmm. Um, will I be prohibited from dashing? No, but if you climb down, it'll cost double movement, right? So it's 10 feet down, uh, so that'll cost you four squares you know, or 20 feet. Uh, but if you jump, it won't cost you extra, but you'll have to roll an athletics check. Okay, well, I'm gonna jump. Okay, roll an athletics check. Uh, 12. Is that any good? Well, it's not a graceful landing, uh, <laughs> but sh- uh, you don't break anything, so you're good. <laughs> and that would make 
that would give me another um, 25 of dashing. Okay. So uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Do I see that guy? Or yeah, you that... run into the bushes, and he's right there. Oh. You practically run into him. Oh, great. All right, so Esmir, you're looking out the window, and you watch the ninja run away because of your dissonant whispers, and you watch Cullen disappear around the corner, chasing after him. Okay. What are you going to do? You heard a... <laughs> okay. Esmir is going to jump out the window. Oh, no. We're all going out the window. Okay, so again, uh, the rooftop is off to the side there, so you're going to need to roll an athletics check. Or, uh, if you'd like, Esmir, since you're better at it, you can roll an acrobatics check. Okay, be fancy schmancy. Yeah. If you got the skills. Yeah, so Esmir, she's going to grab the windowsill. She's going to stick her tongue out of her mouth like she's like Michael Jordan, and then she's going to just fling her body over. <laughs> Ping! I rolled an 18. Ooh, nice. Sweet. Okay, nice. You easily fling yourself over and land on the roof. And then she's gonna land like Scarlett Johansson. She's gonna do the superhero land, like it was really epic. Mm, superhero <laughs> landing. Just for that little jump. Dun, dun. It's about three feet, three feet down. <laughs> yeah, but that's far for her. <laughs> okay, so after that, I'm gonna run around the corner here. All right, so you run along the roof, and when you turn the corner, you don't see the ninja or Cullen. Oh, I don't see them there. Okay. No, but you do see some rustling in that patch of bushes up there. Okay. Uh, but you don't see anyone that, you know, you can target. I could just explode that whole damn bush if I wanted to. I'm just kidding. You could, yeah. I'm in there. Um, okay. You still have an action, so you could, you know, dash and keep moving if you want to. I'm going to stay up here because I have a good vantage point for things, you know. Right. Um... And there's a bunch of people down there that can handle this guy. One guy. And I could just zap him from here if he tries to escape or something. All right, then we cut to Jake, all alone in the purple room. Everyone has uh, either jumped onto the roof or run downstairs. What are you going to do, Jake? I am going to um, go through my movement, so I go five. And then I want to go through the window and try to land on the rooftop below the window. Okay, so you got to jump over there. Roll an athletics check. Athletics, eh? Yep. Okay, so instead, I'm going to cast Guidance on myself. Okay. I'm going to touch my head and say, I know Agma loves me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will cast Guidance on myself and then roll my... What did you say, athletics? Yep. Oh, cool. I got a plus five. I'm a wily old man. Uh, 11 plus 5 is 16. Mm. Okay, you land on the roof, no problem. That felt fine. You've learned a thing or two. About roofs. (laughs) Okay, um, can I park, like, right next to Esmir? Mm Mm-hmm. Watch it, Jake, don't knock me off the roof. (laughs) I almost tripped over you. Keep going. I know you and roofs aren't best friends or anything like that. No, we're not. We make a lot of noise, the two of us together. And then you two up on the roof hear the front door burst open beneath you. 
And then Jack runs out from under the porch and he starts uh, frantically looking around. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? <laughs> Jack's pissed because it was like his first, you know, decent night's sleep. <laughs> he said it's being tortured for over a week. He said, God damn it. <laughs> and then we, uh, we cut to AC uh, flying up above the sticky pickle. What's he going to do? AC's going to fly over to those bushes. Okay. Can he see from there? Or do you have to be like in the bushes to see those guys? Uh, no, he can see them from up there. He's gonna go and flank uh, on the other side of the assassin across from Cullen. Nice. Cool. AC swoops down to aid Cullen. This, this was um, this was an impulsive decision I made. I'm looking at my hit points and I see I have nine. <laughs> and it's the assassin's turn. Assassin, say yeah. He'll probably miss you. Yeah, he won't. He won't miss. He, he he'll he'll. Miss. No, I mean he'll yeah he'll miss he'll miss. Yeah. Uh, he's he's, he's better at stabbing people in their beds. Yeah, like while they're sleeping because yeah. he's so brave. Yeah. So this assassin ran into here hoping he could, you know, lose you guys. But before he could figure out his next move, Cullen bursts into the bushes and AC swoops down on him. So uh, he's just going to uh, go after the immediate threat, which of course is Cullen. Oh boy. So he swings his short sword. And he misses with a nine. Oh, no. See? Can't fight in the bushes. He only has to hit me once, though. <laughs> and he swings again. Miss. Ah, and he misses with a 12. Oh, he missed. Oh, yeah. Lucky, lucky. You can't use a short sword in the bushes. A short, short Idiot. sword in the bushes? Unless you're trimming the bushes. Then you need two. Pass them together at the hilt. He trims the branches around his face, and now we can see his head sticking out of the bushes. It's like Edward. It's like Edward Scissorhands. You see all the little branches exactly. and leaves flying. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Are you trying to assassinate that bush, buddy? What's going on over there? All right, Cullen. So you just dodged and weaved the ninja's blades, uh, but you're still just barely hanging on. What are you gonna do? I'm going to just. Uh, take some swings at him with the longsword. Um, so, swing. Oh, 17. 17 hits. All right, we'll swing for the damage, which should be increased to a D10. With seven points of damage. Okay. Um, so that's not too horrible, but I think we can do better. I'm gonna take another swing, and I keep forgetting to add advantage because AC's helping me out. That's true. So I'm gonna... Give that another go. 28 hits. Ooh, good thing. Got a one. Oh, what? man, what's with these damage Bull rolls? Bullcrap. A five. I rolled a one. Five damage, and he's still standing. I'm just going to have to hold fast. Hopefully uh, you guys can help me out. <laughs> All right, Esmir, from up here on the roof, uh, you see branches and leaves flying out from the battle in the bushes. <laughs> what do you do? Um... I'm going to have AC shock and grasp him. Okay. Special delivery for you, Buster. Ooh, I got a 25. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think that might hit you. 25 hits. And a zoinks. Mm. Eight damage. Puts him into heavy. Puts him into heavy. It's not the voltage, it's the amps. That was my action. Bad whiskers isn't close by. I was gonna move him on my last turn, but I thought about it too late. You could move him now if you want, and dashing will move him 60 feet. 
15, 20, 25, 30, 40. We'd get him down the stairs. Okay, so let's just say uh, 60 gets him to the front door. <laughs> Squeaking all the way. <laughs> Cheepy cheep. <laughs> and he slides as he's like turning the corner. He slides. <laughs> and are you going to move at all, Ismir? Um, I'm just going to stay here. Okay, then we cut from Whiskers running through the sticky pickle uh, to Jake up on the moonlit roof. What are you going to do, Jake? So, with all of the trimming of the hedge, mm. are they in view now from up top on this roof? Can I see the assassin's head? Well, you can see the commotion happening down there, uh, but he definitely has some good cover. So if you're going to target him, it'll be at a negative five. A negative five, huh? Yep. I... Or you could climb down. No, what I wanted to do is I wanted to see <laughs> if I could see you. I wanted to see if I could see you so I could cast a prayer of healing. Oh. So I was going to run up to this corner here and yell out my prayer of healing. Yeah. So I could affect Cullen, but it says up to six creatures of your choice that you can see within range. That would put me within range, but I'd have to be able to see his head popping out of the trim. Okay, so how about this? Since it's dark and they're in the bushes, uh, roll a perception check to see if you can uh, pick out Cullen. Perception check? Okay. You can squint. If you squint, you can see through there. My perception is a 9 plus 7 is 16. Okay, yeah, you see Cullen. Yes. You see his head and sword <laughs> popping out of the bushes. I'm not wearing shoes. I got my goggles on. <laughs> Heal and be cool. So um, <laughs> Heal and be cool. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's freaking hilarious. May the dude be with you and also with you. Heal and be cool. Heal and be cool, but not with you. <laughs> Assassin boy. Ass-asshole. You're trying to kill me. Assassin. <laughs> what? So when you cast it as third level, but I'm out of third level, so I got to do it as a second level. And that would be 2d8 plus 4. All right, here we go. Heal and be cool, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) An 8 plus 4, 12 points to all of us. Oh, nice. That was sweet. That could keep keep me alive. That's pretty kick-ass. Should do it more often. And now I want to jump down. Okay, so are you jumping down or are you climbing down? Oh, that's right. I'm going to climb down. You're going to climb down? Yeah, because if I jump, I'll break my ankle or something. (laughs) Okay, so there's there's like a trellis on one side of the porch, so you can go ahead and climb down it. Uh, So roll an athletics check. Hopefully I don't rip it down. Eleven pl- eleven plus five is sixteen. All right, you make it down, no problem. Yay! And climbing costs you double movement, so subtract uh, five feet from your movement. Okay, so that was um, then. So I went five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty would be there. Okay, then we cut from Jake climbing down to Jack standing outside the sticky pickle in his underwear, <laughs> bathed in moonlight. And he, uh, he sees all the commotion in the nearby shrubs and bushes there, and he runs into the fray and attacks the assassin. And then, and then I got the line for Jack. I feed him his line. Jack, <laughs> say assassinate this, buddy. <laughs> yeah, assassinate this, buddy. There you go. <laughs> Don't miss. 
Oh, and he misses with a 14. Oh, he misses. Damn it. Yeah, so his swing is like thrown off by a branch, uh, but he swings it around again and attacks. And this time he hits with a 21. Nice. Doing 1d12 plus 5. Uh-oh. And he rolls max damage, Ooh. 17 points. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The ninja screams out in pain as the axe cuts deep and hits bone. <laughs> All right, uh, AC's flying around the assassin. What's he doing? Um, he's just gonna stay there. All right, then we go to the assassin, who's suddenly besieged by AC and Jack and Cullen and uh, he's got no place to go mm. uh, because he's at the edge of the map. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have ran into the bush, buddy. So uh, his only option is to fight. Uh, so he's gonna continue attacking Cullen. And he hits with a 24. Ooh. And he rolls a one, so only four points of damage. Oh, not bad. And he desperately swings again. And he misses. Oh, sweet. Yes. All right, Cullen. So you've got this ninja cornered here, and he's not looking so good. Time to finish him off. Okay. Um, so the damage he's going to get, can I, how does this work? Do I make it concussive damage by hitting him with the flat side of the sword or something? Yeah. Once he drops to zero, uh, you can say you want to just knock him out. Okay. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Just don't buy fabricate them. Well, <laughs> I could if I rolled a natural 20. Then it's like, oops, critical hit. Ah, oh, darn it. 27 hits. Nice. Boom, baby. Boom. And 13 is the damage. All right. Nice hit, uh, but he's still standing. Oh, no. He's not looking so good, but he's still up. Whoa. All right. Swinging again. Oh, I forgot advantage, but I just hit that. A natural one. No, it was advantage, so we'll see what the next one would have been. Another Uh, natural one. one. (laughs) What the fuck, man? That's called that's called karma. (laughs) Esmeralda, did you see the future? (laughs) Yeah, it's looking pretty shitty for you. I got no inspirations. Sometimes, you know, if you roll two ones, you know, nothing is going to help yes, you, Yes, it's Agma telling me something. The only good thing is, is that you just got a couple of ones out of your system, so. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's because that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> how it works is you now roll a d20 for the fumble table. Okey-dokey. Fumble table. To the fumble table you go. 17. Ooh. 17. So your opponent parries your awkward attack and causes you to hit yourself in the groin. So your movement is halved and a negative D4 to all your D20 rolls. And half the nuts. So you hit hit yourself in the balls with the blunt end of your sword, which (laughs) is good that you were trying to just knock him out. I think he described that perhaps less vividly, but we get the gist. Yeah. My twig and berries just took a good slap, okay? We understand. What's the blunt end? <laughs> Don't you have the bloke in there? Don't you have the bloke in there, though? Mm, maybe that's what it hit. <laughs> Knock the bloke into me junk. <laughs> I got bloke blocked. Oh! <laughs> 
So how many points of damage did you take? Uh, no damage, just the negative uh, d4 to future rolls. Oh. For how long? Until you can stand up. Oh, uh, it's for uh, 1d6 plus four rounds. Oh, rounds. Oh, that sucks. Oh, so for the next seven rounds. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, well, there goes the bless. That's bad. Oh, man. Well, one of you guys is going to have to put paid to this guy. And that would be Esmir. So, Esmir, you're up on the roof, and you suddenly hear Cullen out there let out a painful groan. Hey, what's going on there, buddy? <laughs> me bloke. Ah, oh, me bloke. Oh, boy. <laughs> me bloke. <laughs> me bloke is broke. <laughs> um, How's this guy looking? What the hell's going on here? He's not looking so good. He should be dead. But instead, he's got a little laugh on his way out. He's like, ha ha. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, assassin guy. One last laugh. When your friends hear how you died, they're gonna really be disappointed. I'm gonna have AC zap him. Goodbye, ass asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna shoot my uh, shocking grasp via my owl, AC. All right, I got a 20, 11, plus two, nice. plus seven, okay. And And he goes down. Oh. oh, but we didn't want him to die. Yeah, he's not dead, just unconscious, so he's okay. Well, he's not gonna be okay for very long. Tried to stab me in my sleep. <laughs> Bind that bastard. Oh, I would, but I'm grabbing me junk. <laughs> Jack, could you tie this guy up for me? With what, my skivvies? <laughs> you don't want to see my junk, do you? No. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so assassins. Yeah, I've always wanted to use assassins. Because I think they're a great way to to let the players know that their heroic deeds are having a negative effect on the bad guy's plans, right? And that they want to, you know, take the good guys out, take them out of the picture. And the idea of making the players uh, feel vulnerable to such attacks and the inevitable paranoia that will follow this type of uh, encounter, that's the real goal, right? Turning the tables on the players, making the hunter suddenly be the hunted and watching them uh, go from, you know, uh, confident badasses that can uh, take on orc armies to paranoid adventurers that check the locks on their windows before they go to bed each night. Now, uh, assassins are pretty tough. Um, they've got a CR rating of eight. Uh, so I did nerf them just a little bit because um, on the uh, initial attacks on Jake and Cullen, um, I rolled the critical damage and the poison damage which was a total of 7d6, uh, but I didn't roll the sneak attack damage, which have, uh, which would have been another 4d6. And I also didn't use their second short sword, uh, which with poison would have been another 7d6. So that would have been like a total of 18d6 uh, for each of them. I mean, I know they joke around about, you know, how I just want to kill their characters, uh, but I really don't, right? Because that's that's no fun. 
And killing a helpless PC while they're sleeping would be uh, completely lame and evil. Uh, imagine being a player and the DM's like, you're sleeping. Oh, now you're dead. Uh, you never want to play with that person ever again. So I'm glad I did that. Um, but there is one thing I wish I would have prepared, though. I should have prepared a chase scenario with uh, a map of Succumber. Because uh, that's what assassins do, right? Uh, if they aren't, uh, if things aren't going their way, then they run away and they try again later. Uh, but I didn't have a good map uh, for a chase, and they ended up, you know, in the corner of the sticky pickle map and finishing off the assassin in the bushes. And when I thought about it afterwards, um, you know, it was like I should have uh, ended with, you know, an exciting chase through the dark streets of Succumber. Oh well, next time I'll be ready. All right, so don't forget to check out FanRollDice.com for premium RPG dice and uh, accessories, and use the code ROLLRADIO in the checkout for 10% off. That's R-O-L-E-R-A-D-I-O, all caps, one word. And then head over to RollRadio.com for more content like Jake's journals and a link to our patron page if you'd like to help support the show and get access to tons of bonus content and outtakes. And of course, a link to Sirenscape.com where I get all the amazing in-game music and sound effects. All right, thanks again for listening, everybody. And tune in next time as our heroes attempt to quote, interrogate, unquote, uh, one of the assassins, and uh, Jake tries to be intimidating. <laughs>